0: Just Noise Podcast. I'm James. And I'm Neil. It's episode four, isn't it? It is. About bloody time too. It certainly is. It's been a month, more, more than a month since we've, uh, last, uh, last time on are It's been a month since Glastonbury. Yep. How was it? It was great. It was great. Um, it of, looked good on the telly. It I have to admit. Good. You were, I mean, we, we got quite a lot of, um, quite a lot of coverage, but from what you were watching at home on telly and What I was seeing not on telly in person. Um, Yeah, I
1: was just sort of trying to claim kudos by talking about Glastonbury, even though I wasn't there at all. But, you know, it felt like I was. worked quite well. There there was sort of that that moment of pause, like, did I I
0: tweet that? Or, uh, (laughs) oh no, Neil's done it watching it on telly at home. So yeah, it was uh, was absolutely excellent. We will cover a little bit of a Glastonbury review. I'm sure you're all sick of Glastonbury reviews now, so um, we'll just have a very quick one uh, a bit later on, but... You know, exciting news coming up the launch of Neil's house party. I'm, I'm so excited um, about Neil's house it's, party. It's very, very exciting. But listeners, you're going to have to wait a little bit longer before we get there because it's time for, I think, what's becoming a regular or routine item. Neil, what have
1: you been listening to? What have I been listening to? Well, I've got a couple of solo projects for you today that I've been listening to. God, do, do
0: we want to hear about that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not in that way. But solo projects can, and quite frequently are, uh, be absolutely awful. But there's a couple of half-decent ones out at the moment. Um, the first one is Tom from Wild Beasts. and oh, that you, one is really good. Yeah. Isn't? You may remember I always had a bit of a soft spot for Wild Beasts. Went to see them many times. Um, Tom is the one with a slightly deeper voice. uh, used to sort the of... Sleazy yeah, the slightly less sleazy. Well, that's arguable actually. But he they used to always used to share singing duties in Wild Beasts. Um sadly Wild Beasts uh, went their separate ways last year and we knew it was only a matter of time until we resurfaced and he's resurfaced with a project called One True Pairing. Um, the single's called I'm Not Afraid which is out now um, I really like it It's um, I, I always liked the songs that you could tell were his on Wild Beasts it, it was always a little bit more on the electro side um, in a, to carry on the sleazy theme he always liked a bit of knob twiddling when he was in, when he was in Wild Beasts and he's continued that into, into this project and he's just got a great voice a really fantastic voice um, well, and else the, so, and what the, else, the, the what second else one, have you been listening to? I have been listening to another solo project which I think is going to be oh, it seems very random from what I've heard so far but it's the SLP which is Serge Pizzorno from Kasabian um, yeah, I thought you might make a noise similar to that, being the huge Kasabian fan you are. Um, and, I, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a strange one. The first one I I'm all for was, that
0: being a success and therefore no more Kasabian. Well, it's... It to be quite
1: nice. It, it. It's an interesting time to do it, and you've always felt that, I mean, Surge started off as sort of the, the sort of... Um, sideshow in, in Kasabian and has slowly become more and more the sort of the focal point of that band. And I then, think
0: it was the minute he hit that volley on Soccer AM <laughs> years ago that um that, that made him the most famous man in Kasabian.
1: gave him ideas above his station perhaps. But I think he's been sort of slowly um guiding the, the direction that Kasabian had been taken and has now gone off and done this solo project. And the first song I heard was called Nobody Else, which I which I really liked, um but then put a couple of others on and they were very odd. Um, so it's clearly the stuff that. Oh, the re- how, Neil? oh, it's clearly the stuff that the rest of Casabian have gone. Oh, Christ, no, we're not recording that. Oh, um, that's
0: always that's always the worst kind of solo project, yeah. isn't it? It's the yeah. stuff you can't get past. It, the exactly. Rest it, of the band. Just, it
1: just seems a bit experimental mm-hmm. and, and a bit different. Um, obviously, a bit a bit trippy as well. Um, but I don't know. I'm prepared to give it another chance. I'd like say the lead single I do I do really like, so I'll I'll, I'll give it another chance.
0: Good. And lead single is called
1: uh, Nobody Else. Oh Good. Excellent. Um I've got a couple more but let's uh, let's just flip it briefly. What have you been listening what to? What
0: I've been listening to. I have been listening to the new Edward Collins album, Bad B, uh which is excellent. I do like Edwin Collins. Um and arguably he's a man who, you know, a bit like Baby Bird has got stung by one big 90s Britpop single. Um but you know, Edward Collins before that was obviously an Orange Juice and Um, You know, who's had struggling um, issues with health, and what have you, struggling issues with health, that's exactly what he's got. Um, But has come back, and has made a triumphant comeback these past few years, Um, I saw him at the Bell and Sebastian Festival, uh, the Bowley Weekender 2, um, a few years ago, and that was sort of him coming back to be being able to perform live and he, he still performs you know either sitting down or with a walking stick but his album is this the new album is absolutely fantastic and he's in uh, in London at the Shepherdsburg he's tour in the country but he's, the, the show I'm likely to go to is in Shepherdsburg empire on the 12th of September with Astrid who I've also been listening to um, Astrid are a band formed from the highlands um, they were one of my all-time favourites growing up uh, at university. They recorded two, three albums, but the first two albums, um, particularly Strange Weather Lately, their debut is um, an absolute triumphant Britpop hangover album. Um and it's great to have them back, they sort of went on a hiatus, um, one of them went over to live in America, the other one largely became a recluse in Scotland, which uh, fair, play, fair play to him, but they've got back together and they've got new material and they're supporting Edwin Collins, so it's a, a super gig for me, so I'll be, uh, I'll be at that, but yeah, both of them have been uh, high on my agenda, and I suppose the next thing is, what have we been listening to live? Live, yeah. Uh,
1: let's start with you, you, uh, you were at Doves, weren't you? Yes, Doves at Somerset House, the always magnificent Somerset House, what a beautiful setting for, for, a, for a gig. It, was, it always feels like a show when you're at Somerset House in the in the outdoor setting. And they, if you get
0: the weather right. Yeah. Well, I was like, every, every
1: time right. I've been there, it's been the perfect week for you a know, beautiful sunshine.
0: Exactly the same here. I think I've been three, four times in the past. Yeah, I think
1: perhaps Somerset House control the weather, you know. Yeah, maybe, you? Maybe. They somehow nail it every year. Um and the, the yeah the, the summer series they've been doing for a long time um, and it, it did seem to go off the boil a bit recently so it always used to have some really good high profile acts it's always been a little bit random as well a bit like the uh, the, the Mercury nominations which I know we're going to talk through later there's always been a, a couple of random ones in the summer series but some high profile acts the last few years it's been very strange and it, to be honest there hasn't been anyone I've, I've wanted to go and see but this year seemed a bit of a return to form and having Doves there I think was a real coup obviously in the year that they got back together the first thing they've really done in what was it, eight nine years since they were last about um and they did a fantastic show um so they haven't got any new stuff out yet but that was <laughs> ideal <laughs> it was, it's a great show that was they just, played, a, the just played the good ones yeah i
0: saw him at the albert hall a little just yeah. what well, must have been a couple of months ago and that was i think their first first certainly their first london show for yeah eight nine years and they are still just incredible live what yeah. you got that we didn't get was a sub sub yeah. song from there very
1: early as I put it what's that electro sounding one I've never heard I before I did hear <laughs> you and our friend Darren both
0: go oh something that, that sounds a bit like new audio <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck's sake! It did sound a like, lot like absolutely The yours. Absolute <laughs> Um But yeah, that that looked great. And then last week we were at Spectre, random and Vistas. We were really at Vistas, but yeah, randomly
1: of, got got Spectre as well. A bit a bit of an odd one this because we'd um, we'd spotted that there were free tickets for a show at the Old Blue Last, as as there often are. It was put um, on
0: by Dork, Dork who uh, yeah. who were sort of having a, a a festival. I think Queen Z were there the night. Before and uh, various other bands have played the yeah. week before. I can't think who, who was there, but this one was there. International Men of Mystery, yeah. show, which had you going. Is that an, an actual band? band? Yeah. I think the three, uh, the three uh, question marks suggest it might. Well, I not thought that be. might have just
1: been their logo,
0: like chick, chick, chick. chick. <laughs>
1: exactly. Um, Sorry, the... exclamation mark, exclamation <laughs> mark, exclamation I mark. Say mark. it properly. Come yeah. on. Um, but we saw Vistas were supporting, and Vistas are a band we followed for a little while. We saw them last year at Great Escape. Um,
0: Fantastic band from Edinburgh. Yeah, but, yeah, and yeah. They were, they're very much in the middle of festival season.
1: Good, so good, sort of just easy indie. I mean, it's nothing. Yeah. It's nothing clever. it's not
0: yeah. going to change the world, but it's uh, but it's. Fucking good. But we, we
1: we thought that, that, I mean, just they would be good for a free gig on a Wednesday night and we said Absolutely. if the headliners are crap, we'll just walk out. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it was announced the day before that the headliners were in fact Spectre, who um, I've always liked, never really loved, not not gone out of my way to see them, but actually for that show, they, they were fantastic. We felt a little bit like a fraud when Fred mm. McPherson comes out and says... Uh, we wanted to do a special night for 130, which is the capacity there, 130 of our closest friends, like, that somehow made tickets exclusive just to the Spectre fan club, and there's uh, just uh, three, three of us did, uh, just random, random gig-goers that happen to like vistas. felt a bit awkward. felt <laughs> yeah. a bit like we'd crashed a moment. Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
0: it was really good. I've, I'm, I've never really engaged much with Spectre, to be honest. They've always been a sort of vaccines light to me, but uh, they sounded just like that, to be honest. But some of the new songs sounded really, really good. Some of the newer songs sounded really good and obviously classics like yeah. Chevy Thunder sound brilliant you know so it was um it, it was a great it was great to see him in such a small venue we saw a, a few a few videos that I think, you know the people we know put up from their their set at truck festival this weekend um, and it, it it, it was it, at that point you, you did feel a little bit privileged to get to see him in such a small venue you know they, they, were, they were headline well they weren't headline but they were playing a, playing a packed out tent and it was uh, yeah it was a real a real privilege but, but it,
1: James has think. it encouraged you to take up lead singer Fred McPherson's very generous offer which he oh. made live on stage he was um Plugging their forthcoming tour after festival seasons out of the way, and I think it's a 26-date tour. And he said that if anyone can show evidence that they go to all twi- they've been to all 26 dates, he'll give them a thousand pounds in cash.
0: Stop that much
1: money for 20, for a 26 date tour is I, right? I admit we started doing the maths and uh, it sounds nice but then you, it works out about 38 quid a gig which would barely cover your travel between all the various venues uh, the length and yeah, the breadth a, of the I country I was going it? to say
0: it's a pretty it's pretty much a nationwide tour <laughs> yeah it really is yeah. Plymouth, yeah. Newcastle and everything in
1: between Yeah, um, but there'll be someone that does it just to, just for the kudos of getting yeah. the £1,000 off, uh, off Fred
0: if only sports team would do it <laughs>
1: <laughs> if sports team would do it I would go to all the gigs and then give them the £1,000 back as a tip at the end nothing of it, else, very, that would be very, fair, very fair.
0: Very um, fair. Well, I suppose that probably rounds up uh, what we've been listening to. Um, and well, I suppose we should do that. Glastonbury. Pro. I'm, I'm a little, I'm show, a little yeah. loath to do it because if there's one thing you hate, it's that guy who goes to the festival uh, or girl uh, comes back and talks about how amazing it was to everybody. But that's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> so, um, so you can put up with it for a few minutes or fast forward it. I don't
1: fucking care. Um, Neil, what are your big four questions? So we decided to yeah frame frame the review slightly differently and I, I've been given carte blanche to ask what questions I want so actually I can try and stop you going on about how wonderful Good. it was. So my fir- my first question is going to be obviously following it from afar, I was very amused to see uh, both one of the hottest days of the year on Saturday coinciding with them turning off all of the water, which seemed genius. So my first question is just how smelly was Sunday? Oh, it was
0: pretty smelly.
1: Um, I mean, it was fine where
0: we were, we were in the uh, opulence of uh, tangerine fields, of where, where there, there was water literally spraying everywhere, like it was uh, it was disgusting the amount of water there was. Um, but yeah, it was it, it was strange. Oh, we we did have a bit of a, I had a one brief moan on on Twitter that f- considering the heat on Saturday, there wasn't that much water around. The queues were. Forty minutes to an hour at some some of the busy water points to fill up your water bottles, and because they weren't doing plastics, there was only limited vendors doing like the canned water. Um, So there was a risk of dehydrating. I think it was fine. We had some journalists from the Sun or the Telegraph. I think it was one of the the Tory Press who who, who clearly had had seen an angle there. It's like oh good, we can we can denigrate. Glastonbury for that. It's like, well, it's a minor complaint, but it's pro- it probably is something. Certainly around the bigger stages, they probably need to stick in a few extra extra water points. But yeah, it was uh, it was bacon hot on Saturday. I, I had bet, to go I and uh, I had to go and lie down in the circus tent for for two hours. Saw <laughs> some uh, Australian feminist jugglers, which was great, and some Dutch unicyclists.
1: Um, yeah, that well, was... that that might answer my second question, which Good. was. What was the most surprisingly enjoyable thing you saw? Definitely neither of those. <laughs> okay, good. Um,
0: if I had, if I remembered Katie Tunstall, it might be that, but I completely forgot. I saw Katie. Okay, I was hammered. It was after Liam Gallagher. I was absolutely battered. I was convinced we just got in this tent for uh, for some food, but apparently it was Katie Tunstall. Um, I probably enjoyed that. Um I would say Kylie um, has to take that. I you you know you sort of know what you're going to get it's the Sunday legend slot the crowd looks enormous it was the biggest crowd I've seen at at a, a set at Glastonbury it was absolutely massive the weather was it was hot but it cooled down enough on the Sunday that it wasn't Oppressive, um, and it was a great set. Nick Cave came out, and you know, as soon as you stick Nick Cave on a stage, it's 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 going to be a winner. So that, I thought that was absolutely fantastic, and she brought out Chris Martin as well. But he seemed to be everywhere. I'm pretty sure he served me a
1: paella at one stage. Um, <laughs> did he give you paella He I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he good. did. Good. Um, so yeah, I'd so say probably kindly takes the uh, takes the edge on that. Good, good. Okay, I've I haven't quite worked out the wording of question number three, but good. I think you'll get the gist. Well, we're not going to so. Which which band is going to get the biggest promotion next year? So I'm thinking about a band you saw on a small stage that's got ah. potential to be on a big stage next year. I
0: mean, obviously, I'm going to say Sports.
1: Yes, team, I thought you. Meant.
0: Um, who are made for stages much much bigger. Um, they were Williams Green were they? They were on Williams yeah. Green yeah. Um I because people get bored of going on about sports teams. I'm I'm going to say Red Run Club um who I think are destined for the main stage um before too long. it might maybe not maybe not next year but the year after I'd be very surprised if they didn't have a sort of mid-afternoon slot on one of the big two stages because they've got a lot of energy. They sound great. It's very accessible, but it's it, you know the fact they've got Joe the Blow on the trumpet, you know, <laughs> makes it just so much more, uh, so much. It puts it on a whole new level, you know. It's it's sort of accessible indie, but it's it's well thought, well thought out. It's you know, it's Calexico in Liverpool is brilliant.
1: And my final question to the nearest thousand: How many Idols dads did you see? Oh. <laughs>
0: I managed to avoid pretty much all of them. Good effort. Um, apart from my mate Adam, who is an Idols dad. <laughs> uh, my mate Keith, also an Idols dad. Um, there were a f- there were there were a few. Yeah, I. Uh, there was a worrying moment when we were going off to see Pit Blom at the same time that Idols were playing. <laughs> Um, And Pitbull were playing at the Crow's Nest, which is at the back of the the back of the park, and they were on the park stage. So you had to sort of navigate the Idols, a sea of Idols, together. And as we're walking up that hill, and that hill is murder. You know, that's not that's not me saying that as a fat lad. That hill is fucking murder. It is it is steep, isn't it?
1: It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So um, so I'm sort of slugging my way up that hot. Pissed, and all I can hear is Idols in the background talking about William being a Tory, and I thought, like, oh, fuck off.
1: Just, just for a, a quick recap for anyone that didn't capture an earlier podcast, James had a little rant about Idols' dads, as you as you might have picked up, and how basically you only see people in Idols' t-shirts if they're over forty and having a midlife crisis. So we decided to embrace that, and make a bit of a game of it, and now i have given you I've given you a little warning by text about this one. What is the correct shout out when you spot an Idol's dad? Oi, I- if you see one and I urge all of our listeners, all of you to do this. Get right if, in their face. If and you, do it. yeah, if you see someone in an Idol shirt and they're over 40, but we don't really need to add that because of course they will be. That's what you have to do. Oi, Idol's dad. Oi.
0: And just or if you want to take pictures and tweet us at or just noise one Please do. Um please do. then please please do. Um yeah, it's the yeah. There were a lot of them. We spotted um, one at
1: Lords, didn't we? Yeah, we did. We
0: watched, <laughs> anybody who was watching the cricket World Cup <laughs> during England's <laughs> final over, there was a, there was an <laughs> idol stat doing some sort of praying thing just sort of <laughs> rocking back and forwards <laughs> and you and i we were watching it independently and uh, it sent exactly the same text actually we did you sent me the correct oi idols dad oi but yep. we sent exactly the same screenshot we hang on a minute pause
1: that let's get the idols dad on that's one place i didn't expect to see an idols dad no well. no
0: certainly not <laughs> he's, he's not a real idols dad or maybe he is just like all
1: the others um, so, so that's the end of my Glastonbury questions is there right. anything else you really wanted to get off your chest no, no, or is that not no, no, really. I th- it,
0: was a, it was a good festival looking forward to it next year yeah um, I'm going to be there next year
1: I'm determined to pull yeah, out all the stops
0: yeah I think I think it's it's shaping up like the year after 50th anniversary next 50th year 50th anniversary well, next year the, and the year the year after the year after a fallow. Um, is always popular, so you know, it's got to be fastest finger first you, you, you more may, than ever
1: before. I think you may or may not know this: is the first ever Glastonbury in 1970. Do you know who headlined? Uh, no, it was the Kinks. I it was believe. The yeah, I don't know. Are they still alive? Is a uh, Ray Davis? is
0: still a, still yeah. alive. It wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't surprise me if he uh, if he turned up. Um, yeah, and, uh, put in an appearance. I don't and, know and how d- many of the others are about. Do you know how
1: much a ticket was? 1970s. Uh, the the threepence ha'penny. Yeah. One pound. <laughs> oh, one no, one English <laughs> pound. Well,
0: uh, well, uh, uh, a friend of a friend, Paul. Uh, he's my friend, Paul. Um, has been to everyone since I think 1975 or 78. Good or something effort. He's been to a lot, um, and he's a, just a, he's a really nice guy, and you know you can just have a, that conversation about how it's changed and. You know what? You know what? What was good about it then, and what's better about it now? He's fairly open about you know the things that it wasn't all all brilliant, but there were some great things. Like you could park next to the next to the pyramid stage, (laughs) so you basically drive your car right in, park it next to the stage, put your tent next to it there, and then away you go. Lovely. That would be a lot more convenient. Anyway, (laughs) right, that's enough Glastonbury talk. We will. We've got one more festival in our uh, in our arsenal, don't we? We've got um, you're off to Reading. Yes, I'm just Um, doing
1: the Sunday at Reading. mainly because the Friday and Saturday look utter shite. Yeah, they
0: do. I, I, we may Maybe we'll have a mini-festival around, uh, around one of our houses and watch some of the coverage and uh, do, do our sort of sofa-festivaling, as yeah, we've been The uh, yeah, uh, so uh, worked, worked so, so well, so we'll do that again, and you'll yeah. be there on the Sunday. So yep. Anyway, we'll have a full preview of that for those of you that are going within a few weeks. Um, and the biggest announcement, I suppose, in music this week has been the, uh, the Mercury Music Prize, which is now no longer sponsored by Mercury. It's sponsored by no idea. Someone, um, but yes, we've got um, we've got the shortlist. So I'll I'll quickly read through everybody who's uh, who's nominated, and we'll um, do a very very quick sort of instant take on that, and we'll probably do something a bit more. Um, um, in depth, a bit closer to the time when we've actually listened to some of them. Um, so we've got Anna Calvi, Hunter, Black Midi, Schlegelheim. Uh, <laughs> what, what was that one, sorry? Schlagenheim, Schlingenheim. Schlingenheim. Uh Kate Laban, Reward, Dave, Psychodrama, Foles. Not everything saved will be lost. Fontaine's DC, Dog Roll Idols. <laughs> Joy is <laughs> an act of resistance. Little Sims. Grey Area, Neo, Saturn, Seed Ensemble, Drift Glass, Slow Tie, Nothing Great About Britain and the 1975, A Brief Inquiry into Online Relationships. Um, You've sort of given a little noise there, Neil, so I wasn't quite sure what we were going to do with this, um, but I've I've decided that, (laughs) following that, I'm going to read the name of the artist, and I want you to give a one word instant take of what you think of one word. Of okay. One word or sound or, or grunt. Sound. Whatever whatever comes naturally. You can't have okay. any repetition, and that's a shot of grunt. <laughs> oh, run. no.
1: I haven't rehearsed this. <clears throat> so anyway. we'll start with Anna Calvi. Ooh. <laughs> Black MIDI. Meh. Kate LeBron. I'll be honest, I don't know. One word. Oh, Kate the Bate the Bond's yeah, my, I should know. Kate uh, ignorant my... is my one word for, for response you. to that.
0: Uh Kate the Bond's my favourite. Um Kate yeah, the Bond's not up. ignorant, that is about me. Yeah, that yeah, no. uh Dave, <laughs> psychodrama. <laughs> Dave Dave's the guy who had the, the, the little rapper guy at
1: Yes, him. that's all right. Alright, Dave, that's all <laughs> I can say. Okay. Foles. Yeah. Fontaines. Uh interesting. Idols. Oi, oh, idols, dad.
0: Oi. <laughs> I'll allow that. Uh, Little Sims. <laughs> Neo. Uh,
1: Matrix. <laughs>
0: this is Neo, not Neo. Oh, okay. Um, Spelled the same. Yeah. Is it? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, seed Ensemble. Random. <laughs> Slow tie. Uh, okay, I think. Um, the nineteen seventy five. Okay. Excellent. So that's what we think of uh, of those, and we will, as I say, I think the awards. It's usually the ceremonies in September. Is it still sometime, at the Roundhouse? They still do it there? No. I well, it right. used to be at the like the Grosvenor. Oh, for a while it was, it was somewhere. Oh, okay. or one of the one of the big Park Lane hotels. For a while. Oh, okay. I don't know if it's still there. No, no Um It may be. It may be at the Roundhouse. Maybe it's moved. Um, but anyway, before that or shortly after that, we'll we'll be. Um, we'll, we'll come in with, with the preview and we may have actually listened to all of the albums we might have to divvy them up um, to see who, who loses out and has to listen to that 1975 and that Idols album but maybe if we could take one each it's nice. um, but yeah it's, um, it's it's an interesting list as I say Kate Le Bon and uh, Anne Fontaines would be my two uh, that I'd be very happy to see one of those uh, Take home the uh, take home the prize.
1: Yeah, I mean it's I predict predictably the one I know them best on there is Foles, um, which is a good album. I don't think it's great. It's certainly not a sort of a best of the year. Um, but yeah, I'd, I, Foles, I think probably probably deserve it as much as uh, as much as anyone else on that list.
0: Anything you think's missed out? Anything that instantly comes to mind that's missed? Oh, out? I
1: always so. I always forget what, what the dates are of release um, oh, I always but get I confused. remember Hot Chip's first album being nominated Yeah, I was gutted when they didn't win and I think their latest album is a real return yeah. to form so bat I would of, like
0: of, Battle of, of, uh, of Ecstasy yeah that's right. So, so
1: if that had qualified then that should have definitely yeah, been that yeah. yeah that would have qualified almost certainly for that
0: one um, and the Twilight Sad album would be the one yes. I think uh, yes. really, really that really really deserved that's missed out as well yeah. so um, but there you go you can't have it all um, so um, I I suppose we should, as we're talking about. One interesting thing: Do you know anything about the
1: judges of the Mercury Award? I think it's a real random bunch, isn't it? And it seems to be getting increasingly random as well. Stormzy's on it this year; he's been added because
0: he he win. Yeah, I think he did win it. Yeah, I don't know if that's something you're entitled to as a previous winner. Yeah, maybe because I think Miss Miss Dynamite, he uh, when she won, she was on the panel as well. So there must be must be that. I mean, Stormzy, you know, influential. You know, figure in music. I think that's fair, fair enough for him yeah. to be on the panel. Uh, do, have you? Uh, I mean, yeah. they used to sort of stick like Jules Holland and all sorts used to go on it. But now it's the, like the more. There's bit.
1: a Radio One DJ that's been added. Um, I can't, I can't remember who. it is Name now, a so. Radio One DJ. Now. N- 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 no, <laughs> no, I don't want to. <laughs> I
0: was going to say Chris was, but I don't think even he's there anymore.
1: No, I can't find the list now, but it was, right. it was a very yeah, random bunch. It, yeah, so. it,
0: they, are random, they are a random lot. Well, hopefully they'll, uh, they'll they'll see sense and give it to Kate Lebon or uh Or, or yep. Foles, yep. go on. Yep. I'll let you, let you have them. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Um, right, well, it's that exciting part of the show. It's oh, time... Oh, oh, oh.
1: Do we have a theme tune? Oh, we don't have a theme tune. Do we, we don't
0: have a theme tune. If... When this goes out, there is a theme tune. It means I I, I edited the bits that I needed to edit a bit quicker. Um, but for now, it's time for Neil's House Party. Neil's House Party. So the background to this is... Um, I was... Uh, I was lolling away to myself... Having uh, played a game of... Uh, what well, what we know as, as Newbury, uh, What other people know as the Chicago game. Uh, look it up on the internet. It's a childish game. Um, and... For some reason, Noel's House Party came to mind. And I think it was Gunging She Wanted. She got. <laughs> I think it might be. Um, thanks, Neil. Um, and I thought, Noel, Neil, is there something we could do on the podcast for Neil's House Party? Um, and I think we've got something. We have, we it have indeed. It might be terrible. So
1: let me introduce you to the first episode of Neil's House Party, and basically it's a... Uh, it's it's an elaborate way of describing reviewing some new songs, which is exactly. what it's a going to be. Right, what a massive yeah. surprise! But rather than us just say, "Oh, that's a that's a good song," or "Oh, that's a bad song," the question that I'm going to ask you about the tracks that we're going to go through is: Would it make a playlist at Neil's house party? And by that, I'm talking obviously the coolest house party you can possibly imagine. I'm, no, I'm not really. It's basically: Would is it a good track for a party? If you're not gonna play at neil's house party whose house party would you play it at is my secondary question
0: very interesting indeed and i think that follow-up's gonna be where all the fun is oh, yeah. um, oh, yeah. so <laughs> without further ado uh, our first track is your girlfriend the new single by blossoms and now your girlfriend is ringing in my ears again it's no sure shot but she likes all my favorite, favorite I know I shouldn't, but I'd like to spend more time with her. I wish she'd come over today.
1: <sighs> I've got opinions on this one, Bill. <laughs> I've got opinions on this one. Did Yeah, okay. Tell, go with your opinions, then I'll ask you the house party question. So,
0: I'm, I'm a fan of Blossom, so let me start with, with that. And the first time I heard it, I thought, well, okay, it's a slightly different direction. It's a bit funkier, it's a bit more poppy. And then you actually get under the skin of the lyrics. This guy's a pest. Like you don't want this man, like sharing a room with you. For a start, he's he's talking about lease agreements in a single, <laughs> and then he's talking about listening to his flatmate nobbing his girlfriend. And then <laughs> and then he's talking about finding a way of uh, seducing his mate's girlfriend on the way back from the cinema. This is this is a kind of sociopath. You don't want. Anywhere near you, I can't imagine this is going to do his uh, his his luck with the uh, with the girls any good whatsoever, and certainly not with his flatmate.
1: And does he... he still have a flatmate?
0: <laughs> does he need a flatmate? Is the British industry so on its knees that a reasonably successful band like Blossoms recently headlined their their own hometown stadium in in Stockport, Edgeley Park? Are they that hard up that he still has flat- flatmates? Or does he just like flatmates because he likes to nub their girlfriends? <laughs> I just, I just I don't know what's going on. See,
1: but it makes me very cross. I mean, that's some superb detailed an- analysis of the lyrics there. I'm going to go with a more sort of musical approach to my review. Um, I think it's fucking dreadful. It oh, really? Yeah, really, really dreadful. It's just that horrible, weak teen sound where it just seems to be... I don't know it's the whole 1975 thing I mean you you probably got my my opinions when we were covering the uh, the Mercury Award it's just I don't know I just don't think there's any substance to the music whatsoever it just seems to be very very obvious and just trying to play to the the catchy teen teen market which is a shame because Blossoms never used to be like that
0: no true (laughs) but I don't know. I, I kind of like. I don't like the nineteen seventy five the way they do it, but I don't know. It's got a. It's got a sort of loose late disco feel to it, which I think is quite fun. So now I'm. I'm. I'm backing it. The so big question, would
1: you playlist it at Neil's house party? Uh, you
0: know what? I probably wouldn't play it at your house party because so. you're fucking complain. I play <laughs> it at mine. So it goes Fair on enough. at mine. But also. Would I have it at mine? Would people be like, that's a bit weird? A bit do, do you
1: do you get many 15 year old girls at your house party? This no, is your question. Sad, sadly, not. <laughs> In which case, I wouldn't no, probably, bother. Probably I wouldn't not, bother. That's what bother. I'm thinking. Mm-hmm. No. I'll, uh, I'll let the. Uh, so, let, it, let the so what you're kids saying this has, has to
0: go to a house party of someone who sleezes yes. on their flatmate's girlfriends <laughs> yes. and that knows a lot of 15 year old girls. I don't yeah, want to go yeah. to that house <laughs> no, party. Me neither. That doesn't sound like a good guy.
1: Good. good start to the feature good. I like it Excellent. So next, number
0: two. next up we've got light who are back with Cops and Robbers
1: like Cops and Robbers on the TV show sure, you come to look and where it's all. like in the mirror but it comes too slow you get me
0: looking where it's hold well you can look in the eyes of fool. Well, I'll tell you what, Neil, I didn't hate that as much as almost anything else they've done. It's a jaunty little number, wasn't it? <laughs> it's, it's a
1: bit. surprisingly jaunty.
0: I think that's incredibly catchy, and, and a good sign. Like I, I, I don't despise Razorlight, you know, but I, I've just never really got Razorlight. They've always been this sort of chart-friendly pop version of the Libertines that just makes me kind of super ambivalent towards them. Um... But this, I was sort of a bit like. Well, this sounds very different. This is—it's it, got a bit more energy to it. It's clearly well thought out. It sounds
1: a bit more mature. i, I think it's pretty. Do you good. think it's mature. I thought it was okay. I thought it was verging on novelty at one point. I um, like novelty. It's, yeah. it's a good novelty yeah. if their novelty is being good. <laughs> yeah, true. A, and that, and it is a novelty that's for a, razor that's, a, that's, that's, a, that's, that's a novelty.
0: <laughs> I'm willing to—I'm uh, willing to run with.
1: Yeah, I'm, um, I'm going to allow yeah. it. I'm going to play it at my playlist quite late at night when everyone's really drunk and doesn't really know what it is and just want something upbeat. And, uh, interesting. So it will so. be an, on Neil's
0: house party. It will be on Neil's house party, excellent. yes, Very towards good. the end. Have,
1: and your playlist as well? Would you be on. it? It would, yeah.
0: be on, it would be on James's house party, but yeah, then excellent. again, I don't have a game named after me, so I <laughs> I'm irrelevant in this conversation now. It's good. all about you. Good. Um, okay, next up is Metronomy with Walking in the Dark. Just talk-
1: At least i think that was walking in the dark it might not have been I, i'm gonna have to i'm gonna start with this one because uh when we were, were planning this segment um james basically said so, so gave me a list of suggested songs and said and, and the new metronomy one and i nearly replied right like, which one's that and I realized i don't need to because they all sound the bloody same i have a real blind spot with metronomy i just i, I don't get it at all there's and it's, it's always been the way with them and I'm going to upset people with this because they're a very popular band and a very sort of much hyped band but I've just never got it at all like a bland craft work yeah it's yeah. that kind of
0: it, uh, sort of empty kraut rock just so it doesn't really go anywhere it I doesn't... mean that sample of the track you heard there thats basically just that for four minutes yeah. it's I I I I think blind spots the right thing because I'm exactly the same. I just don't get it. I know lots of people who really really like them. I've seen them live a couple of times and it, it's always a bit. I, I always find my mind wandering off, and you know it 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 says something that when you're cutting these little clips to put in, if your mind wanders off, and it did. So yep. you know, and it's a 25 second clip. Um, so yeah Well hopefully we'll get uh, Well I should say is it, Would you play it at your house party? No I absolutely would, wouldn't Whose house no. party
1: would you play it oh, at? Oh it's got to be some kind of 40 something intellectual That's trying to pretend He still knows about music and, he, he, yeah. doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't sleaze on his
0: flat no? Doesn't sleaze on <laughs> his flat yeah, It's the okay, opposite okay. of the bossom's
1: uh, house party But definitely not being played in English lecturer Yeah exactly Pitch, yeah. Maybe German yeah. lecturer and probably from, is it Torquay they're from? Probably from Torquay and has a, has a bit of pride just because they're the only band the local to come bands. out there. Yeah. Oh,
0: yeah. You know, I get. I get that. And we'll come on to local bands <laughs> very, Fair. very shortly. Fair Very, f- shortly. F- very f- f- shortly. But before that, it's Sam Fender with Will We Talk? When she said.
1: I like that. I like that a lot. um, Sam Fender is clearly going in a very big commercial direction. He's only been around about a year and has got got quite big very quickly. And I was worried that he might disappear into sort of Coldplay blandness. But that I really like. It's... I think it's got that that upbeat drum that upbeat tempo all the way through. It it reminds me of a couple of songs, very different actually. reminds me a little bit of a band called Morning Runner who you may not know, but they're the ones that did the In Between Us theme tune. Oh yeah. And the In Between Us theme tune, you know, the really sort of upbeat Ding. one that doesn't, doesn't doesn't really, yeah, it doesn't really have a chorus, Ding. just carries on going. Yeah. And the other one which is a similar song structure is Pounding by Doves which yeah. again has the drum all the way through without any real chorus to it. And and this song's very similar it reminds me of both of those, but I think he does it suitably differently and I think his his guitar is obviously superb, and he's got a good voice as well.
0: So. And yeah, I mean, you saw him at Great Escape mm. two years ago, yes. and you, same year you saw Ten Tons. And yes. I, I sort of have those two sort of handcuffed, uh, you know, as they as their careers develop and get more advanced. I'm surprised that I find myself in a position enjoying Sam Fender more than I enjoy Ten mm. Tons these days. Agreed, but yeah. I'm sort of there. Um, and this pushes me over the edge. I think this is fantastic. I think it's really good. Lot again, a lot of energy. Really well written, well produced. Great, uh, really great single. You know, I, I, if 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 the charts were still a thing, I suspect this would be the breakthrough uh, yep. that he needs. But he's probably already uh, set so, some Spotify breakthrough
1: thing. So I think it's a given that we're both playing it at a Neil's house party. Yeah. Which, which point in the night are you playing it?
0: Um, I'm putting it on. Once people have had a bit to drink, but before they're hammered, yeah, so... Yeah, yeah 9, nine o'clock. o'clock. Yeah, 9 o'clock, yeah. Yeah, 9 o'clock delight. Good. Well, we did tease a local band. Yeah, um, shall, I, shall I introduce this one? This go for it. Um,
1: and this is a bit of a coup for all just noise, because we've got this one ahead of its release date, so it's being released at 9 o'clock. It's an exclusive, it's our first exclusive, and this is by a band called Nobody's Birthday, or are a Reading band, and the song is called Clouds. I said, see
0: Play that one a bit longer because they're uh, unsigned, so there's nobody to sue us. So that's good. (laughs) Cheers, that. What you've for now? sorry
1: for that, uh, yeah, really good. It's the first first new stuff they've done uh, in a little while. I think it's a bit of a, a teaser for their second album, which which I, I don't know when it's coming out, but hopefully coming out quite soon. Um, I really like it. I think it's one of the, their best songs that that, that they've written. Um, it's in a way funny when I was listening to the five songs for this feature. It starts very similar to the Sam Fender one with the loud, yeah, the loud yeah, drum intro. It's it, yeah. almost identical intro. To I mean, the, the, the loud sound, drums
0: are a bit of a theme, with it. They, yeah. they're sort of. Uh, yeah, it, I think I agree. I think it's some of their best their best stuff and they are incredibly talented as a as a group of musicians i think they're Producer or their engineer needs to have a word with himself on uh, at certain points in it. But uh, they've done something uh,
1: different with the vocals as well. They've gone kind of fuzzy on the vocals.
0: Yeah, I don't know if that's deliberate or not because it sort of comes in and out. But um, as a as a general rule, as a, as a song and as a single, I think it's I think it's great. And you know, there's still plenty of time to uh, to, to remaster the album or at least the track for the album and get it get it sounding better. Um, but and, it's, and I think um, it's, but it... yeah, I would I would. I'm looking forward to hearing it live. They've got a couple of uh, couple of shows lined up, or one big show. Uh, yeah, like. they've
1: got a big show uh, the week before Reading Festival in in their hometown at the yeah. um, uh, I think it's the South Street Arts Centre in, in Reading, and um, which will be one of their biggest biggest shows to date. Um, and as for it's obviously obviously being played at Neil's house party, whereas we went Fender pre everyone drunk. I think this one when everyone's, one's everyone's battered, drunk, everyone's yeah. back, everyone's piling
0: show. in for this one. <laughs> I join I join in for that. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, it's really really good. As I say, it's some of the some of their best best work, yeah. It's yeah. um, it, it, really promising for the second album because the first album was pretty decent. Yep. So, yeah, step in the right direction. Definitely. Great. That well, was Neil's house party. And I'm was, looking That to was it. Neil's house party. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be good. We got. Yep. That uh, was that four what, out of five three, tracks. Three, three out of five. Absolutely. Three out of five. Well, for
1: me, absolutely no blossoms or metronomy. Um, but we're sticking Razorlight in there. We've got Sam Fender just as the party gets going, and nobody's birthday for the crescendo. Sounds good to me. What a party! Sounds good.
0: Well, you're all invited. Um, keep an eye on Twitter for the invites. Uh, we'll probably do Neil's house party again. Almost if I certainly. Uh, I think it was a roaring success. Yeah, if I can edit this <laughs> properly, uh, which is no guarantee, um, then, uh, then that's what we'll do. But for now, that's the end of episode four. As I say, we'll be back with a Reading preview um, well we're going to have to do that in the next week or two so yep. we, the podcast will start coming thick and fast um, keep an eye on uh, on updates on our Twitter account as I said earlier that's at alljustnoise1 and for now that's it cha 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 cha